Hey, this is Coach. Leave a message. All right, Coach. Um, I'm, I promise I'm going to go in there. I'm going to leave it all on the mat. And I'm sorry for wearing my T-shirt under the singlet. I just saw that's what they did on TV and stuff. But I didn't know you don't really do that when you wrestle in for real. Sports Bullies the Game with me, your second best host of all time, Chris Sharpentier, and the first guest, best host of all time, you. Crystal Rothworth is here? No. The first best? It's you, you, David Van Heisen. Well, well, I don't like talking like that, so let's end with our needless banter and get right to the game. I couldn't agree with you more. Steve Hernandez is the guest today. Hell of an opponent. Hell of an opponent. Oh my gosh, can you even imagine? I can't. Uh, we have a good, uh, thank God for our scouting report. They went mm-hmm. out there and got us a, a good scouting. We got good info. And guess what? Big Hearn's got weaknesses and strengths, just like That's every right. man who's walked the earth, save for one. Of course. I couldn't have said it better myself. When you guys say that, is it is it Christ? That's save right. for one. Okay. <laughs> 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 I, I just wondered if it's Christ. <laughs> That's right, Steve, it is. Now, we're going to cover your strengths and weaknesses right now. Uh, I'll cover the strengths first. Uh, Steve's Twitter handle is at Big Hearn, which is fun because it kind of sounds like something a long-haul trucker would be called. And if being a long-haul trucker ain't a strength, I don't want to live anymore. Uh, Number two, uh, once, years ago, uh, after a bad breakup, I was very down in the dumps, and Steve made a joke about my ex-girlfriend that is still cheering me up to this very day. Uh, so <laughs> uh, number three, Steve runs one of the best shows in Los Angeles. It's called Chatterbox, uh, and the crowd there is as real as the hangover you'll have the next day. Uh, so that's a big strength. Also, Steve likes to suck dick sometimes, and we like a guy who knows who he is. Yes. Uh, now, one of uh, Steve's uh, weaknesses, Steve has so many podcasts that you might forget which one he's on and start talking about if God believes in Raging Bull sometime during this. Uh, another weakness of, of Steve's is Steve, you can turn him into stone if you call him Dom DeLuise 75 times. Um, another weakness is Steve is a big fan of how handsome he is. Uh, Steve loves how handsome he is, and we all know from watching The Devil's Advocate on Netflix, disc, uh, vanity is Satan's favorite sin. That's true. Hoo-ah! <laughs> it's very true. As far as his areas to attack, well, that's simple. It's the Chavez Ravine on one of those perfect Hollywood nights. And his heat zone, of course, is conversations on decks. Mm-hmm. He's killing it, those. Yep. Let's bring him on, everybody. Please welcome Steve, Steve Hernandez. Hernandez. All right. So great to be here. A couple of my favorite boys. We're, we're going to have fun. You guys are great. I'm excited. Great. Buddy, we're excited. Yeah. I was just uh, hanging out with some friends last night and uh, you know, a, few, a few of my boys, mm-hmm. uh, all social distance apart outside. Um, of course. And I was like, oh, man, I really wouldn't mind getting fucked, you know, soon. But... Uh, and they just kind of looked away. They're just guys like you. Yeah. I need to hang out with some more queer guys or something. I was like, man, yeah, we, I think we were talking about women, but I did a quick pivot to, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind just getting plowed, you know? And they, they, they kind of looked down. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do, you know? 
I mean, yeah. Dave, I know you're, you know, you're a real throwback. Chris, you don't see yourself ever experimenting with a oh, man at any point? For sure. I'm, yeah. as, I'm as close to bisexual as you can get without fully admitting it. I'm a yeah, throwback, and if I did that, I'd have to kill the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you're totally like the dad in uh, um, American Beauty. It's just, it's just Ain't him lifting weights all hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I know who I am too. <laughs> a potential that's, monster. Well, that's uh, but, great. Uh, you now, know, I'd like to find out who Steve is. Yeah, let's find out who Steve is a little bit more. Now, Steve, we know a lot about you. Frankly, I know too much about you, probably. And um, <laughs> our guests, or, I mean, our, our listeners don't know that much about anything, though. So uh, we're going to give you two minutes and 15 seconds to say whatever you want about yourself. But when you're doing it, you're going to say, I'm Steve Friend Hernandez, and what you have to understand is. <laughs> okay. So your two minutes and 15 seconds will be starting uh, now. Uh, Steve Hernandez, and what you need to understand is uh, I love Gatorade Zero. I'm Steve Hernandez, and what you need to understand is. Uh, I regularly use a butt plug uh, to masturbate and to have sex. That's very interesting, Steve, but that's a two-minute warning of this. So we're going to be going to a quick uh, commercial break, and we'll be coming right back. Hello there. Do you have a friend who sometimes talks extensively about his personal sex life, so much so that it makes you feel a little dirty? Have you ever run into something like this? Well, do we have the spa for you? Hurdleman's Cattle Spa. Try one of our legendary milk baths. Because only getting dirty could get you clean again. The only way to remove filth is filth. And the only way to remove milk is water. Hurdleman's Cattle Spa. Perfect what timing. Ad, perfect timing for that. Thanks for ad, paying for our sure. rent. And uh, Steve, please continue. You, you were, uh, I think you were talking about um, anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm Steve Fernandez, <laughs> and what you have to understand is uh, I've got uh, I've got a real uh, sweet tooth for real plain white women, like office manager types. Uh, like uh, their producers in the back that have the little microphone thing attached to their, like Chris, Chris's thing, and they like boss you around. <clears throat> uh, I'm Steve Hernandez, and what you have to understand is uh, I like eating tortilla chips with just sour cream, just a quick, like, 3 a.m., uh, like, snack. Like, you sneak into the kitchen, and you just dip, like, three, like, brown tortilla chips into, like, a thing of sour cream, and then you feel naughty. Uh, I, I'm Steve Hernandez, and what you need to understand is mm, I'm not really a weed guy. But I've been experimenting a little more with edibles, and like a couple weeks ago, I ate one, and it was so much, and it was like 5 p.m., 
and I was just writhing around in my living room floor. <laughs> Literally <laughs> writhing around, like my eyes closed going like, <sighs> and I was just like dying for Julia to get home. I took the wrong dosage of this one. She usually cuts it a certain way. And then I like took the wrong dosage and I was just like, you know, oh, like what have I done? Like what have I become with my life? And she got home and it was like 5.30. And I was I was on, literally on the living room floor and I reached out to her and I was like, I ate too much weed. And she's like, it's okay, it's okay. All right, well, perfectly timed. That uh, is your time, Steve. And um, yeah. Honestly, that sums up from everything I know about you. That sums up pretty much everything. I think yeah. every that covered all the important facts about yep. Steve. No, you really know Steve now. Now, mm -hmm. Steve, uh, this is your first time, unbelievably, on the on the podcast. You guys tried. I'm sorry. We've tried. That's okay. And you've had a lot of good excuses, like I have a date or um, I don't feel like it. Um, and do you, know, even, uh, do you know, even today, I'm I'm doing three podcasts today. <laughs> Holy shit! Yes, geez. I'm. Uh, yeah, I know. But the last one's at nine o'clock tonight. But oh, go on. Yes, you're gonna feel good under your blanket tonight, knowing you've done a good day's work. Um, now. <laughs> Uh, you've never been on the show, and uh, we hate doing this because you're a friend, but uh, we got to put you through a little initiation, and, and Chris is going to tell you That's what right. that is. This is nothing personal. We do it to everybody. Um, right. And uh, since it's we're now in vir virtual Triscuits Field, it's become a little bit harder to initiate. Uh, but I think we came up with a good one this time. It's uh, I don't know how well you can see this, Steve, in the camera, but uh, this is a little wig that I've drawn uh, that you're gonna have to wear the whole time because I'm gonna stick it right there <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> it's perfect. I took a guess uh, on uh, on the head size before oh, wow. I drew it and I, I nailed it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't oh wait you guys to are see. gonna love this I one. Uh, be sure to be sure to follow us on Instagram because yep. this is a classic. Yeah, follow us at Instagram at Breitbart. Um, that's right. Our handle. Um, <laughs> Very good. Uh, now, Steve, um, this isn't a lawless game. There are some rules, so we're going to get uh, through those real quick. So um, go ahead, Chris. Tell them about those rules. Um, hang on a second. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard Okay, time. well, I'll start. Uh, Chris, uh, Steve, you get three bullies throughout the game. You can use on me or Chris. Um, the bullies you get uh, this week are Chaz, who hurts with his words. Uh, there we go. He's Stefan. There's se the second one is Stefan, and he makes fun of you for not being Polly. Uh, and then there's <laughs> Marta, and she says you must have been born on Jupiter because you can't get any stupider. stupider. <laughs> Very good. Now those are not the only rules, though, Steve. No. Uh, there are plenty more, and I think we need to get through them as fast as we can. So let's yes, do sir. that. Um, if you talk about Petticoat Junction. We, let's leave Uncle Joe out of it, okay? He was on a lot of pills, and he didn't know what he was saying. That's true. Uh, if we talk about Green Acres, no talking about how the pig, Arnold, recently retweeted a white supremacist Mazda dealer. Let's focus on his work on the show and not the pig he became. That's right. Uh, we're going to talk about my mother, their car. Don't say anything about how nice my car's trunk is. That's my mother. Uh, if we talk about the man, we talk about the man from Uncle. No talking about how my uncle is actually my dad. Family secret. Absolutely. No talking about any TV shows past uh, CSI Miami. Yes. Uh, and everything today will be scored using chess rules. Oh, of course. And yeah. the most important rule: have, have fun. fun. 
right. Steve, uh, would you like to call your shot? Sure. Ooh, okay. okay. What do you think is going to happen? Um, let's see here. I think I'm gonna. I th- I think at some point I'm gonna talk about dick size, uh, pros and cons. <laughs> okay. Very good. That's a good guess. We'll see if it happens. It's all up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, who? How far up in the air? That's soon. To- Way up in the air. Uh, pep talk. Pep, uh, no. First, who are you playing for? Who are you decking oh, this gosh. game to? Chris. I'm so sorry. I skipped forward. I'm just so excited. Uh, my on. I got my fat fingers on the on my laptop today well use your fat tongue please mm-hmm. yeah who are you gonna play for today steve i'm playing for all the fat people out there regardless <laughs> gender or binary just if you're fat i like you um i had that that dinner i had there was four guys yesterday one of them was fat and we ordered dinner and i, I just kept saying hey me and this guy like throwing an extra order at that thing. We don't want to. I don't want to be worrying about things. I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> I don't know if the other guy appreciated it, but <laughs> you know, like they're like, "All right, we'll get two orders of wings," and I was like, "Make it three. <laughs> hey, that's good though. You protect your own. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pep talk. Pep talk. Okay. Pep talk. Uh, now, Steve. You are Pepto-Bismol, okay? And you've been sent into a stomach of uh, a person that's being naughty to give a motivational speech or what some would call a pep talk. And you're going to do it to this naughty stomach. What would you say? You go down there and you say, hey, listen, we all all make mistakes. And you say, hey, listen, I know you feel bad about eating that whole bat of Sour Patch Kids. But remember when you used to drink so much and you used to, like, say mean things to the people that love you the most? This isn't so bad. This is better than that, right? You're just going to have a little bit of tummy ache, but that's what I'm here for. Uh, you, the only regret you're going to have is, you know, maybe if you ever have kids, you, you won't live that long. But James Gandolfini's kid, he died when he was 11, and, and he's in movies now, so that's not that bad. Good point. Very I know good. I know. I'm pepped up. Um, Absolutely. I feel like eating a whole thing of sour patch, patch kids. Do they make any of those that are just patch kids? I'm not into sour. Oh, they're sweet, and then they're sour. I'm telling you guys, I love Sour Patch Kids so much, especially more since I stopped drinking a couple of years ago. Uh, there's, there is a an elusive all-cherry pack out there that I get so hyped. I literally, I've seen it when it happens. They come out every now and then. I like, And the last time I saw it, my heart skipped a beat at 7-Eleven. I'm not kidding. I bought four packs, and I kept two in the freezer. And uh, yesterday, this is How real. long would it take them to go bad? Uh, uh, it doesn't take. Wait, hold on. Check this. Hold on. Yeah, take your time. Okay, he's uh, running. I think to get some sour patch kids. Yeah, he definitely had to take his headset off. <laughs> headset is back on. So yesterday, I went to Seven Eleven and I saw these, and they came out. I think a little late, but the red, white, and blue sour patch kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> two for three bucks, which they're usually two fifteen at a Seven Eleven, but. The red, white, and blue, if you're wondering what white is, because that's kind of new for Sour Patch, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a lemon flavor. So this is a really good pack of Sour Patch Kids. Stoked. You've, red, you've white, gone, and blue. You're going to yeah. throw those in the freezer? Uh, you, let's be honest. Those, get after them. They, they ain't making it past tonight. Pretty sharpie. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you that much right now. <laughs> and I ate that whole bag last night. That was, that pep talk was for me. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Hey, it's the weekend, baby. Get as many patch kids as you want. 
Yeah. I, I did like that you put your hand over the microphone as though you were telling me a secret. I didn't even hear what he said. I don't know what Steve's up to. Um, now, uh, now time's for hands in. So we're all going to oh, put our hands absolutely. towards the camera. Mm -hmm. And uh, on three, uh, we say sports bull is the game. One, two, three. Sports, sports bull, bull is, is the game. game. Oh. And, Fantastic. And we're off. Um, mm -hmm. Steve, would you like to challenge the call? Um, no. Oh, thank you for not doing that. Um, Darby, you can let James out of his cage. Uh, give him a little milk and a t-shirt, please. Is that a mm -hmm. Smashing Pumpkins reference? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I think it is. Darby and James are in Smashing Pumpkins. Are they really? Yes. I didn't it's know a that. very incidental Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> reference. Very good. Uh, it, does it make sense that uh, James would be the one that's in his cage, in the cage? Yeah, I mean, this is so funny that, yeah, there's, I could talk about it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you for not. Let's just yeah. get right on to the game, huh? Since we are officially afoot now. Yeah. Uh, rain delay. Rain delay. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. We just want to know what event you wish would have been canceled by the rain. Hmm. My divorce. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. I'm glad we got divorced. Uh, my boss getting with my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, sure. That's, yeah. 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 Let's cancel wish, that. Yeah, the rain, you know, I wish we had just washed that out. Now, the rain might make it hotter, though. I'm Yeah, I'm sure it was hot. I'm sure they started, <laughs> in fact, my boss told me this. I mean, you know, he was apologizing, <laughs> but I'm sure it started just as fucking. And he was at my wedding, so that fucking must have been pretty hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your boy's ex-wife? Yikes! That's a fantasy level stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. I don't think I have friends that have an ex-wife, but to me, I'm like, wow. That to me is like, you gotta shoot your shot. That is like such fantasy level stuff. It's it's total fantasy level because if uh, the reason it's a fantasy is because if you did it, you'd be a disgusting dirtbag. But yes, hey. <laughs> yes. I mean that. That's what I'm. Th is like I, I've known him since I was like seven years old. So he really Damn. just threw that relationship <laughs> down for the oh, wow. down in the trash for that sweet puss. But oh, yeah. it better have been hot then. I'm sure it was hot. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I'm sure it was really good. Oh All yeah, right. you're fucking a way of friendship. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, Steve, do you think it's neat? Uh, do you think it's neat that rain falls from the sky as an individual? But doing joins with its brothers and sisters to form something greater, like a puddle. Uh, do you think that's neat? I do. Okay, good. Good. Uh, can you can you think of and name the three most inspiring raindrops to you personally? I'm, I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't understand the question? Name, <laughs> name the three most inspiring raindrops to you personally. <laughs> All right, uh, Fred, Johnny, and Taz. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, Taz, that, that Taz. wild man. Taz has inspired millions. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that coming. I mean, the other one, sure, but Taz, wow. Yeah. Uh, now, Very Steve, uh, how come we've never heard you say that Rain is a domestic terrorist? Do you think, uh, you know, ruining Vice Principal Nylander's backyard bash isn't domestic terrorism? Well, unlike you pieces of shit, I'm actually from uh, California, which is a <laughs> desert. So every time it fucking rains, you know me, I'm, I'd am i say two things always straight off. One, we need this, you know, we needed this. <laughs> yeah. And two, 
and two, this one's important too. You go like you always say, you know, that first rain of the season, it's really dangerous because it lifts the oils off the road. <laughs> I like to say that one too all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's but easy. yeah, so so yeah, you know, it cancels this little game. I know this is a sports podcast, but to me, I'm about the crops. You know what I mean? Straight <laughs> up. You ain't never met a man more about the crops <laughs> than me. I love a crop. I love a crop. Particularly. I one. grew. I used to grow, run in crop fields growing up. I smoke fa- a ton of in, weed. In fact, even the, at the games, even, all my whole life growing up, if we got to cancel it, I always go, yeah, it sucks. You know, we're out here. I'm a small boy out here to play a game. But the but you know we needed this and even like <laughs> even like that little smelly kid Kevin Victory like you know he was just always smelly he even like nodded in agreement because he knew how bad the crops. <laughs> I can just picture a little seven year old boy being like, "Yo, mom, be careful. The roads are going to be extra slick today. Oil, oil. The first time the oil getting lifted off the roads. Those so first oils, very dangerous. You can't <laughs> overstate the danger. Uh, you know, it's true." You should wear a mask when you're driving after the first rain. Uh, a, a diving, a, a diving, diving catch. catch. Uh, now, Steve, name a person that you've seen uh, dive in person that made you think they are uh, made to be a husband or wife. You've seen them dive and you think, oh my God, they're definitely what a catch. That's a husband or a wife for sure. Oh man, let's see. <laughs> Just based on their dive. Uh, Greg Luganis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he can I mean, dive, he can take a punch. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I I know he's gay, and I was like, when he died, I was like, man, I wouldn't mind being his husband. <laughs> I uh, I've never had. I've only had one kind of romantic relationship with a guy, and he wasn't bigger than me. But it is my dream to be with like a a bigger, like handsome kind of fact, a guy that looks like me, but uh-huh. bigger. And I would love to just be like a girl, just sashay around the bedroom and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But Greg Luganis, his little buff body, like to be his husband, an Olympian's husband, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get to hold the gold medal. Uh, person you've seen dive that you think would taste best on a bed of greens? Hmm. Let's see here. And I'm, I'm really thinking about this, too, right now. Um <laughs> Probably, uh, probably Puig, uh, the former Dodgers outfielder. Yeah, wild uh, horse. Yeah, wild horse, which horse typically not good meat. But I think <laughs> Puig, he eats, you know, I've heard such nice things about him, even from women that, that have dated him. And he's just always been very sweet, you know, sweet meat. And uh, just, <laughs> I love his sweet I, meat. Yeah, I think just him all cooked up and stuff, all sweet, like his little face turned at you smiling uh, <laughs> over the greens. I wouldn't mind like cutting into that with a fork, knife and fork right there. No sauce, just a little salt and pepper. Absolutely. Sure. That's all you What's need. That? That's the only seasoning you need. I'd yeah. go right after that arm, personally. Mm. Such a cannon. Uh, not, not me, the cheek. I would give me one of those little cheeks. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's a delicacy. Like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, do you think the best part of being an adult, Steve, is the ability to lay out to catch something and not have to worry about staining your Sunday best pants? <laughs> when was the last time you, like, uh, fell down, like, hard as an adult? <laughs> Dude, that, it sucks so bad. <laughs> it's, like, not cool anymore. I, uh-huh. I went to a roller skating rink a few weeks, a few years ago. 
like a friend had something at the Burbank and mm-hmm. I fell down on my skates mm-hmm. and I, uh, yeah. I really was like, if this happens again, I'm going to die. <laughs> like oh. it hit, I hit that hard and I was a little fat kid, like gripping. I don't know what your roller skating, like gripping oh. the carpeted walls. And then they're like, <laughs> me. the guy, yeah, the guy, the referee and skates rolled up and say, keep skating, keep skating. And me screaming at him, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that's yeah. great! Been there. <laughs> Last time I I tried to skate, I stepped onto the thing and I stepped right off and took <laughs> off my skates and said, this, "I'm done. This I'm done. This is my lifetime. I'm done." Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, I'm not going to brag in your guys's face. I love skating, and I'll just leave it at that. Of well, course, you're you. just a tight little man. You're probably that. You're probably like that. My black friend Ahmad, who was like do, going backwards and shit right away. I'm like, when? When did Ahmad learn this? When did Sharpie learn this? Had a little mustache in yeah. the fourth grade. Absolutely. I just start I, going backwards right away. Hey, when it's skate limbo time, get the fuck out of here. I was a I champion. Bet. Just shoot, just shoot. What is it? Was it called like shooting the bird or something? Where you just going like that with one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that had a name, but that's hilarious. Yeah, just with one, one kind of up like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, little sharpie. We used to do the crack the whip. Remember that thing? Where you'd have Uh-oh. a line of you and you'd oh. one person at the end, and you'd just like whip each other around. Whoo! You get going like a hundred miles an hour. It's a good time. Terif- terrifying. I did none of the fun skating stuff. Wasn't able to get up to that skill level. <laughs> I watched it all and, and wish I could be part of it. Um, <laughs> Next time. <clears throat> Next time. Uh, stretching, stretching a single, single and a double. double. Um, Steve, what's a movie that you think should have had a sequel but doesn't? Um, filled of Dreams. <laughs> 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 well, it's like, well, they, they're still coming. We'd like to just shut the thing down, but... <laughs> We built it. It's our fault, really. Yeah. Nolan Ryan just showed up. Yeah, they're like, oh, man. Imagine all these fucking just middle-aged dads. Like, keep, they just keep coming. And there's nothing going on on the field. They're poor fucking kids, you know what I mean? They're like, why are we here? They're like, I just sent something. Like, yeah. Bill, Bill the Dreams is so sad. His dad was dead in heaven. Still wouldn't tell him I love you. They still just played catch. <laughs> Can you imagine your dad's fucking a ghost and the, the motherfucker still won't say, I love you, son? I mean, I'd be jazz my dad's Ray Liotta, you know? <laughs> well, that is cool. But, I mean, it's like, just say I hey. love you. Hey, yeah. sometimes Ray Liotta looking at you is enough of an I love you. That's what yeah. I say. Ray Liotta's never said I love you in his life. <laughs> and he doesn't have to. Ray, Ray Liotta was on... Um, he says w- with his eyes. Was on WTF with Mark Marin, and <laughs> he just kept like alluding he always wanted to call like guys he would talk about going to theater school and stuff and he kept wanting to call these guys um a derogatory gay word (laughs) Mm -hmm. but he just didn't because he knows better but he's like you know you know what kind of guys i'm talking about mark (laughs) 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 he really kept saying stuff it happened three or four times and it was the funniest thing in the world and mark's like yeah 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 Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what kind of guys are in the theater, Mark. Like, that kind of stuff is so funny. I'm Ray Liotta. I eat bad marinara sauce. Um, What's a a fast food meal you wish you could make twice as big? Oh, man. You know, this is like means a lot to me. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, dude. Me too. Um, Let's see. A fast food meal. You know, it's funny because this, like, really happens. But uh, they, the Big Mac... 
I don't get these a lot, but I think a Big Mac is like just really delicious. Mm-hmm. And for a while, they were making Big Macs with quarter pounder patties. I don't know if you guys remember these. I don't. Things. Yeah, they and they had a single one, the regular Big Mac, and a big one. And I had the big one once, and it was like it was all the burger I needed. I mean, this is like <laughs> you don't need a fry. You don't need this thing's the fucking main event. I like that. I wish I could get. I wish I could get it in and out. I don't do this because I'm fat and I'm just always trying to battle that. But I wish I can get a four by four, one animal fry and a fry. Like that would be my dream meal. If I like didn't care about anything, I would get that every time. Like the, I, yeah, just eat the regular fry on the way home from the drive through. Uh-huh. Oh, and then that. I've never done, I mean, I've never done the thing I'm proposing, but I've done never that. Never done it once? Uh, not with the four by four. I'll get a double, double still. Sure. But my dream would be sure. the four by four. And then I, I've done that. Me and Julia will get like each get a double double. And then we'll get like uh, we'll get uh, one fry, uh, animal fry. And then we'll get a third fry for like just to be naughty on the way home. <laughs> I love our, it. Little, our little secret. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, who do you think would be the co-star for you in the remake of Molly's game? And yes, Steve, you are Molly and it is your game. Who would be my co-star? That's right. Yeah. So like the Toby Maguire character? Or no, who was it? It was the guy from the 70s show. So okay, I'm Molly. Kevin Costner's my dad. Um, out of nowhere in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kevin always Costner's gl- everybody's dad. I'm always glad to see Kevin pop up. Let's Absolutely. see. Someone's slimy. Uh, let's get like, oh, Neil Nanda would be like the slimy like card guy like that. Uh, he's a, if you guys don't know him, he's a, an Indian comic who I think he's blowing up on TikTok. Right Is that now. right? Yeah. Wow. I'm, yeah. So uh, Neil Nanda would be the like slimy guy who, who's like taking advantage of me, a beautiful white woman, <laughs> For, former Olympian white woman. God, I would love to be a white woman. I know I talk about getting railed as a guy. That's fun. But to have my own vagina that gets wet, I think that would be so cool. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was just starting to think about Dwight Eisenhower. Um, Empty netter. netter. Uh, No, these are a bunch of rapid-fire questions that you should get right. Uh, Yeah, so be on your fucking A-game. If you get these wrong, it'll be embarrassing. Here we go. Buffet ham cubes or hugging your uncle in a garage after a graduation party while he has a handful of cashews. The ham. Okay. Uh, apples to apples or dust to dust? Apples to apples. Oh, okay. Uh, ever know someone who goes by their middle name? Yes. Uh, do you like cops? Oh, God. <laughs> D- Dave, do you like cops? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Mexican guy from L.A. I hate cops. I hate okay. cops, too. Uh I mean, hey, you hate cops too? My, my hometown cop gave me a whole lot of trouble. Uh, he always wanted to try to bust me in big tone. So I got to do a lot of cop chases and stuff. <laughs> cop <know>. chases? <laughs> Jesus. Was, hey, jealousy from the Jim Blossoms? <laughs> What's going on over here? <laughs> I was, if a cop got behind me in my hometown, I would just hit the gas as hard as I could and got it home. Is that really and true? And run inside. Oh, I did that many times. Damn and ludicrous. You and Big <laughs> Tone. Right. Damn and ludicrous. I grew up. I grew I up. I want in, to kiss um, you from the head, from yeah. your toes. Oh, I love that one. I know you do. Uh, Dave used to have a great ludicrous uh, Big Tone 
driving two hours to get the new Ludacris album with Big Tone. I love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Steve, back to the rapid fire questions, which we were so thrown <laughs> off by. And trust me, I don't mind. Uh, do you like robbers? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Do, do you like county fairs? Yes. Do you like apple bobbers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what city are you thinking of right now? Utah, a state. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glenn Close is fronting an Imagine Dragons cover band. $10 cover. You in? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm in and I'm paying for you guys. <laughs> oh, Hell yeah. Thanks, uh, would you buy Molly from Vice, Princi- Vice Principal Nylander? Yes. Okay. Uh, Very right. good. Uh, castle, battery, battery, or checkmate? checkmate. Um, these, these are all classic chess terms, of course. Yes. Uh, and we're going to give you three uh, three items, and you have to castle one, you have to battery one, and you, and have, you have to, to checkmate, checkmate one. one. All right. Okay. And your options are nail clippers. Nails. And a horse ranch that helps workaholic dads reconnect with their wild sons. Uh, I'm going to castle the horse ranch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, is it hammer? Uh, battery. I'm gonna battery the nail clippers and I'm going to checkmate, checkmate the, what is it? Nails. nails. Uh, nails. Now I think you might've meant metal nails, but I was thinking of like toenails, which I really love. And I chew on my girl's feet and I try to cut off the toenails, but she goes, Hey, and then she kicks me away. <laughs> No, I was talking about that exact scenario. Uh, you nailed. You, uh, you nailed. You it. nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Wow, uh, couldn't have answered it a different way. So I don't know, even know why we asked you, but we did. Uh, now, did. Steve, do you want to go for two? Yes. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, good luck. I'm, I'm Polly. I'm Polly. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many acres is Griffith Park? Um, it's probably kind of a lot. Uh, let me say 50 acres. <laughs> Is it like you, 10? No, let's go like way higher just for fun. 500? Closer. It is 4,310 acres. Yeah, it's massive, man. Where? Like, where is all of that park at? (laughs) It's all all right there, uh, It's a big park. (laughs) 4,000? You guys mean for real? Yeah. It goes back to Burbank. Oh, good point. I didn't even yeah. think about that. It goes from horse girls to hip girls. <laughs> <laughs> hip girls in Burbank. <laughs> no, hip girls in the east side. And the oh, oh, horse girls to hip girls. <laughs> horse girls in Burbank. Uh, I love I love girls. Go on. Wow. I know That's it's great. funny. I spend a lot of time talking. It's three guys, so I'm going to talk about fucking guys. But, sure. man... There's just, I think about girls, even with my four boys I was talking about yesterday. And I'm not, I don't necessarily, sex, I'm an older guy. Sex isn't that important to me. To me, I want the relationships. I want to meet their families. You know what I mean? (laughs) There's no, I'll tell you one thing better than a girl falling in love with you. A girl's dad falling in love with you. You start to see the twinkle in their eye. They start to call you son. Nothing like that. That's that's the hardest part to leave always. Um, But that sends us into halftime. Uh, oh, perfect. With perfect me timing. And, and everybody thinking about our lovely dads that we've had relationships that we had to leave. Um, 
So all a little down momentum swing, hanging into the big dogs, no fear, halftime extravaganza. Extravaganza brought to you by Big Dogs. Lancaster, California. No fear. Welcome to the Big Dogs No Fear Halftime Extravaganza, brought to you by Big Dogs and No Fear. Big Dogs, hey, check this out. By far the biggest shit I've ever taken. Big Dogs. No Fear, okay, let's talk more about that. Why do you think it made you so angry? No Fear. Okay, what a hell of a game we've had so far. So far, far, it's a great game. Um, I know the virtual fans we have watching are making a lot of noise. We have them all on mute, but they're making a lot of noise. A lot of noise. Those cardboard cutouts uh, truly make the game feel like it's happening. Yeah, they don't make it feel like a dystopian nightmare has uh, happened at all. They they make it feel totally normal. Um, Absolutely. You know what else makes... Go ahead. Couldn't agree with, I'm just saying I couldn't agree with you more. I love feeling normal in a dystopian time. Exactly. Nothing beats feeling normal uh, at all. And I feel normal all the time. You know what's mm. the most normal thing for me to do? Mm. Poop and pee? No. Huh. Get to the scores. That's Ooh, one of my favorite, most normal right. things to do. So let's mm. get to those scores, Chris, if you'd lead us off. I'd love to more than anything in the world. Up in an embarrass Minnesota. Hey, that's not a bad looking fish. Way to go. Gets leveled by what the fuck is that? Is that even a fish? 112 to 87. Yeah, and it wasn't as close as the score would indicate. Uh, out in No Name, Colorado, did you see that tree? Can we turn around? I want to get a pitcher. Smash it. Sure, I, I guess. I mean, it's just a tree. 27 to 3. Mm-hmm. That's going to lose every time. Every you know it. time. We know it. We know uh-huh. it. Uh huh. That's, that's barely a fight. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, and all ac- way across the pond in Cockermouth, England, heads up, wins big over, ooh, I should have said something, I'm sorry, four to one. Wow, four to one, what a match there in England. I'm glad to see that these matches are happening across the pond. Mm-hmm. It's good to get back to normal. You know what Absolutely. else is great, Chris? Please tell me. When you get a little advice from a trusted source, there's not a lot of trusted sources out there anymore. Absolutely. Except for, you know, you got your Breitbart, you got your Drudge Report, but not, there's sure. not much more than that. Um, I couldn't agree more. So, uh, but Coach always tells us like it is, and I'd love to hear a little word from Coach. He's a straight shooter. I couldn't agree with you more. I'd like to get shot. By straight. Coach. Hi there, Coach here. Shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Here's the deal. I've been thinking about this a lot recently. If one of your friends writes a book, all right, one of your friends writes a book, do yourself a favor, read that book, all right? Kind of impolite not to. That's just uh, one of the things that I've learned, uh, having friends who've written books. Uh, You got to read their book because they're going to be like, hey, how did you like my book? And you're going to be like, oh, no, I ain't even I ain't even cracked ain't even cracked it to read a page of what you did and been putting your whole life and heart and pouring into it uh, for the last years of your life. And the thing we've talked about uh, is your dream finally coming true. Uh, and, and then you finally did that. And then I haven't even bothered to open it. Go ahead and do yourself a favor, read that book. So that conversation don't got to happen. Hell yeah. That is a valuable information. And Chris, I want to say, don't you ever go writing a book because oh. I don't want to read it. You're kidding me? I don't read, therefore I don't write. Great. That is all so great. But you know what is read and you know what is right? Hmm. You know that I don't know the answer to that. 
it's a second half of a thing that was happening. Son of a bitch, I did know the answer to that. Let's yeah. bring it down to the virtual, virtual second Chris half. Field. Oh, what, wow, what an extravaganza that was. Oh, it's more extravagant each and every week. And honestly, I don't know that I could handle it if I were there. Thank God yeah. that Chris and Dave handled that halftime because I might have a, a little mini heart attack. Yeah, I, I could. I can feel the little tremors from Lancaster mm-hmm. all the way here <laughs> at Virtual Triscuits Field. Uh, but let's get to the second half. What do you say? Are you yeah. kidding me? I'd fucking love it. Yeah. All right. And mm-hmm. they're, they're off. off. A classic uh, way to start a second half. Uh-huh. Um, now, Steve, we want to know what's the article of clothing you most forward, you look most forward to taking off after a hard day of work? My socks. Whoa, yeah. good answer, and so fast. It's like you knew what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, just wiggling, off. just wiggling my feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep, I I have a chair at my home, and I just uh, I kick up my feet, and then I I you'll see after a few days a little pile of socks next there that, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, you know, thank you for being gracious with me, Julia. Let me take my little pile to the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> what's an appendage you wish you could take off at night? Hmm. Um, probably my, my, probably my penis. Interesting. Yeah. Who needs it? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it like you squish it weird. It's like, I don't need this. Plus I wonder, would you still have to pee if you had, if you didn't have it, you probably still would have to pee. Right. Well, I would it so. would. It would, and you could just hang it in the. In yeah. The then I would. No, I would just leave it. Yeah, I'd leave it in the sink. Like <laughs> yeah. The tip, like the tip, just ready to like pee when it needs to pee. There you go. I think everybody would be for that. And I would. I would hopefully. I, I would leave it hard too, because mine is very small when I'm not hard. Very small. I would I just look forward to head. getting a full night's sleep finally. Thank you. The older I get, too. The older I get, you got to pee more, and the pee is like just a, a few drips sometimes i'm like this is fucking sad this little bit of pee i like a full that's why one good thing about blood pressure medicine is if you wait long enough you just unleash a toy a, a young man's piss that's what i call it <laughs> well, that's good uh we want to what's, feel young absolutely what's a corporation that you love even though uh they're a little bit off Hmm, a corporation that I love, even though I would have to say, I know I mentioned them earlier, but I would have to say in and out I know they're a very Christian organization and you know, they, they put Bible verses on the bottom of their cups. What, what's the, what's to come of that? I wonder what their hope is in that. Yeah, uh, never made sense. They just get thrown they, away. But you know, they don't, they've never gone public. And uh, I used to work at in and out and they're very like, they take care of their employees. They only open their stores when they have like people they want to move into management there. So to me, I'm like, you got to love a corporation, even though it's like your folks, you know, even though they still believe in God and shit, it's like, they're still looking out for me. So I appreciate that. In and out. Uh, what is the best song to listen to after you watch your lover back out of the driveway for the last time? Hmm. Like really, let me think about that. that Cause that's a fucking, that's a big uh, one. Who, I'm gonna. Oh, you know what it is? Um, Lover, you should have come over by Jeff Buckley. I remember uh-huh. once I broke up with a girl, and I I remember literally driving around in my teal Honda. Uh, <laughs> I used to call it the teal teaser, and just I kept that on repeat. I and it was like that kind of CD player that you plug in with the tape thing. <laughs> and I remember just like, 
whew, like crying and shit and like just listening to that Jeff Buckley song over and over again. Great. I, I used that tape thing up until last year. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did in truck. In truck I'm glad. Uh, glad you've upgraded but also what a throwback every time i got into the truck it was so fun i was like look at this thing <laughs> i know it, it's it gets real dangerous though when you're listening to phantom of the opera because that's a double disc <laughs> you know you, you want to keep like listening to that andrew lloyd weber classic you know yeah. second half kicks off with masquerade but it's like i don't want to be i won't it's dangerous to slam in that second disc <laughs> yeah you gotta keep your uh, eyes on the road you do Gentlemen, start, start your, your engines. Uh, now, what's something uh, about a woman that gets you going? Um, what's something about a woman that gets me going? Uh, this this is a little controversial, but I, I'm being deadly serious in this too. Um, but I love a nice big fat arm. Like people think I'm joking, but I dated. There's a girl. I'm not going to say who she is or anything. There's a woman I dated that I was very much in love with, and I love her to this day too. I'm polyamorous. It's okay for me to say I love another woman. Um, she's married, but we still like each other. We get along, and every now and then she knows how much I love big arms. Because I mean, when you got a big arm, I'm from an abused home. When you got a big arm, my mom shut down. When you got a big arm, like holding you tight like that and shit. You feel so safe, but every now and then she'll send me a pic, and it's kind of to be funny too, of her in like a tank top where she knows her arm is like particularly big, and I'm always like, "Thank you, girl." Like on Instagram, she'll send it to me, and I'm always like, "Damn, bitch, you know I love that fat arm." Uh, I knew that was the answer. Um, and I like a big. I like it. I'm not kidding either. I like a really big forehead too. Like what when they're like. Hairlines real back. Why? More kiss. Straight up. One time Steve texted me and he's like, we got to go to this bar. I got to show you this woman. And we went there and he sat me down. And he's like, just look at those arms. And I was like, <laughs> so you know it's not a lie. Yeah. I, I know it's think. not a lie. That's uh... it's so funny. We went to this bar. It was like it was like 5 p.m. It was like a daytime Sunday thing. It was the Verdugo bar, I'll just say it. And there was this girl that I'd like we've been spying out. And then I think it was when I was with Dave and she started talking about how her husband was a councilman. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, ah, out of my league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't date a bartender yeah. with a council uh, man yeah. husband. No. No. <laughs> Uh, now, Steve, what's something about a man that gets your engine started? Perfect cock. <laughs> uh, nice fucking hey, you don't fat. Have to ex- you don't have to explain that one much. Yeah, a nice, perfect cock. This is one thing I feel bad about you guys. Sure. Is I really do relate to when women, you know, they'll talk about a cock or something. But I remember a guy who would I would hook up with sometimes, and he was like a little dismissive of me, which I would never put up with this. But his cock was so perfect like a nice like seven and a half inch, eight inch fatty, where it was just almost like, I gotta get that in my mouth. Where I was just like, just just let me suck on that dick. I don't even give a fuck. So yeah, I would have to say that. All right. Uh, now, uh, uh, what's about a vehicle? A vehicle really that gets, gets your me- engine started. Yeah. Oh man, let me think vehicle. Um, like something where I'm like, dude, this is fucking, like, this is sick. Like, um, I would have to say, I know this is unoriginal and shit, but 
a nice classic car, one of those kind of cars where you could pop the trunk and see what's really going on inside or pop the hood. Sure, uh, sure. But like a nice bench seat, that kind of a thing. Mm. Um, so I, I have to say, I, I'm not a car guy, but when I see someone with that kind of a car, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that's cool. That still is cool. I buy into everything about this still. I, I see you in a Chevelle, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I forget. I used to have like a classic car for like two, uh, two years when I was like 20, 21 that I just drove into the ground because I'm like nice. an idiot. Mm-hmm. But like I got it on a whim, like somebody sold it to me for good. But it had a bench seat and it was like powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I remember like I, I saw someone the other day. And I was like, this is this is still the ticket. Uh, I wouldn't buy it even if I was rich now. But be- as a socialist, I believe we have to just give back to the comedy community, but that's a different thing. Go yeah, on. everything back to the comedy community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to keep the hot cafe open. Yeah, no, lyric, you know, lyric Hyperion, they always need money, you know, for the, the clown schools. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, what's a vehicle, or excuse um, me, what's a boat that uh, really gets your, turns your crank? A boat that gets me going. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. T- probably the Titanic. Uh Ooh. And yeah. I, I'm old, I'm older than you guys, mm-hmm. but the, on the local channel on uh, K, channel 13, it used to be it's UPN now, but it used to be called something else. But it was huge when I was maybe five or six years old. But they found the Titanic. Uh-huh. So a lot of you guys don't remember this, but you know they didn't know where it was, mm-hmm. and then they found these guys found it, and they had these like underwater submarines that were like going in and looking at the sunken Titanic. And, you know, I was five, six years old and just like being like, wow, what a mystery solved and shit like that. So, <laughs> yeah. so still like and I, th- I thought the movie was stupid. I'm going to say that straight up. But I saw that opening, it like it is. Yeah, I saw it straight up opening weekend with like 20 people when I was still going to church. Uh-huh. And uh, I, re- I remember like I was like, oh, I know how this is going to end. This is stupid. <laughs> but uh, I remember I went with 20 people. And at near the end, I looked down the row and all the women I came with were just straight up weeping. And I was like, this thing's going to be huge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, uh, what's something about a road that gets you going? A road? A road. Um, Let me think about this. Hold on. A road that really gets me going. Um, uh, Let's see. That's why am I thinking so hard about this? <laughs> That's an important question. They all are. I know. Let's something You're being about judged it. harshly. Uh, what's something? Um, I this is probably this isn't a, appropriate. I know you guys don't really care either, but um, it's uh, oh man, my fucking landlord's gonna come right now. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna ignore. Um, all right. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> One cool thing about uh, driving like on the freeway. I know this is not what you mean, but how about the open road? Uh, it's been sure. better lately, but yeah. man, I'll tell you what, leaving a mic over on the west side, um, I think she stuck it to the door. I think it was a note she stuck to the door. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, on leaving the west side at 1115 Santa Monica, and it taken like 12 minutes to get home. Mm-hmm, There's yeah. nothing I love more than that. It's just a crazy feeling. And you also kind of hate, hate people and hate yourself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of emotions in that 12 minute well, ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because also it's like, oh, I, I'm part of the problem. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm one of these people here who's chasing my goddamn dreams. Even though I'm a, an Angelino too, it's like, yeah, you know, this is just one of those things. Go on. 
Yep. Go on. Thanks for the permission. Uh, <laughs> I think that's like the fourth time that you gave us the go on. And I got to be honest, it's my favorite. Here we go. Now, what's a, what about a roadside cafe that really gets your crank turned? Really blows uh, your skirt up. A nice, big, fat neon sign. I don't give a fuck what they're serving. You know what I mean? I don't care if it's hotcakes. I don't care if anything. But you know what I would like them to be serving? Straight up, a nice bowl of chili. I haven't uh-huh. had a nice bowl of chili from a place where I'm like, I got to have the chili. So I'm mm. thinking, uh, oh, so how about a fat neon sign that says chili? That's, <laughs> that's what I like the most out of it. You know, I don't know if I've ever seen one of those. Yeah, oh, well, I can but, tell you for sure there's one. I've been to one. It's in it's a place called Drinkwater, Wyoming. Oh. How's the chili? It's great. They have, yeah. it's like a specific, it's called Drinkwater Chili. It's like the only thing they do there. It's like this one, it's like a, uh, well, what's the word? Like a soda shop, like old mm. school soda yes, shop, that's what I'm pharmacy, picturing. and it's like in the on a in a ghost town. It's the only thing that's freaking there, and you go in there and you get chili dogs and a freaking shake. It's the best thing. Well, so the only good thing about Wyoming. Imagine your chili is like so good, and you're just making the chili, and everyone's like, "God damn, I love this chili!" And then it's like late. You toss a towel over your shoulder. And then your fucking beautiful wife. And who knows if she's really beautiful, but in your eyes, she's all you see. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but, like, she's like, we got to get a neon sign. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> we got to get a neon sign. I mean, sign. Wyoming, she's like, we got to get a neon sign. People yep. got to know about this chili. And then it's like, you know what? Whatever it costs, get the fucking sign. <laughs> and then you're, then you're getting brought up on national podcasts. Yeah. Uh, podcasts. <laughs> Um, uh, it's high. It's deep. It's out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Steve, in this segment, we'd like you to tell us in your highest voice, highest. About a, a highest voice, about the time you were a little cocky and in your lowest voice, tell us how you were humble. <laughs> oh, this is so funny because Dave was there for this. This is a great story. Uh, <laughs> well, one time, me and Dave just happened to be in Chicago. <laughs> And we were getting drunk one night before, and I said, you know, Dave, I can't remember the last time I bombed. I don't even think I'm going to bomb anymore. Uh, And then the next day, (laughs) Dave went to a show that was more of an open mic, but I didn't know that. And I was doing a bunch of act outs and everything, and you could have heard a pin drop in the place. And Dave Van Heusen was just in the back table, way in the back of the bar, laughing his ass off. I was doing a Little Mermaid joke with the act out, singing the song. And, and those open micers just hated my ass for doing act out at the open mic. I was deeply humbled, but it is one of the most hilarious things that has ever happened to me. <laughs> Wasn't that so funny, Dave? That was really, really funny. Holy shit, I that's think great. about it all the time. I, I mean, it's the, it was the <laughs> night before, Chris, where I was like, I don't bomb anymore. I just murder. And the next day, I'm I've like. I've reached this whole new plateau. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like doing the. Oh, <laughs> just a full on yeah. act out. And everyone Stuff like scene work a lot. And uh, so nope. it was great. I'll be honest, that's one of the things that I truly miss about comedy. I miss a lot of things. But one of my favorite things about comedy is watching one of my really good, extremely funny friends do poorly with jokes that I've seen do really well. I love that. Well, it's, it's, like, just, 
it's just like the beauty of comedy where it's like no one knows why you're not doing well right now but <laughs> so. it's absolutely just one of those things where was, i mean this is like in a book and it was like <laughs> i should have known when i was saying these words the night before this yeah. was going to happen it was almost like i don't, I don't even remember what happened in between i felt like you said it we cut to the scene we were there <laughs> Dave just straight la- big shit eating grin in the in the back table. He wasn't laughing because that would have made a noise in the bar. <laughs> Which at that moment you did not deserve. I love it. That's great. Chin music. Chin music. Now we want to know, Steve, what sort of music do you think your chin would play? Chin music. Let's see here. Um Let's see, my chin. Probably like, probably Monster Mash. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, all the stuff I'm eating, you know, it's just like, oh, no. (laughs) But kind of fun, you know what I mean? He did the mash when I'm like pounding them Sour Patch Kids late night. (laughs) Uh, What audience do you think it would attract your chin music? uh fucking just fucking straight freaks you know what i mean (laughs) i i do i do do attract especially i i attract i just tweeted this but when women really want to fuck me that makes me nervous for the women but when guys want to fuck me i'm like yeah you should want to fuck me you know what i mean but girls (laughs) but yeah it's like the girls that like me are like julia doesn't count like she just fell in i tricked her she fell in love with me. She's a good woman. But there are women on the internet that are attracted to me, and I'm like, damn, they like they want something scary. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, my question is, after your chin got this great audience, what do you think it would get addicted to? Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I did not expect Sour Patch Kids to come up this much. Yeah, I it's really... You. We found kids. out. We found out who uh, is sponsoring this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I've been pounding too. Uh, they were giving them out at uh, Daniel um, at Daniel's tape, and I can't remember Daniel's last name Web. right now. Yeah, Daniel Webb's taping. It's for some reason. I think Heineken was sponsoring them, so they were literally for each person giving out these six packs of Heineken zeros, zero percent alcohols. So I've oh. been so, and then like Amy Miller went and Lisa Chanu went. So everybody gave me, I had like a, I had a 30 pack of Heineken zeros. So I've been pounding those. They're a hundred calories. So they're not the greatest. They're not a Gatorade zero, but uh, yeah. I'll like get on the weekend. I'll get naughty and I'll have two or three. Like oh, wow. tonight, today I'm going to have two at least because Fuck yeah. you know, I got three free podcasts, but I've been pounding those fucking Heineken zeros. They taste pretty good. Hell yeah. yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Five tool player. Five tool player. Uh, now, Steve, uh, Chris has never played Red Dead Redemption before. Never have. Um, what are five tools that he needs to be a Red Dead Redemption player? <laughs> player. Uh, let's see here. You need a shotgun just for in case you get into like you get into trouble. Mm-hmm. You need um, some rope. So you could, uh, so you could lasso like some pigs and shit, so you could eat them. Oh, that's fine. Uh, let's see here. You need a tent to sleep. Okay. You need uh, mustache oil and beard, so you could press it down on that. And uh, let's see, one more tool that you might need: um, the tool of communication. Because I think <laughs> a lot of people don't like think about that, but 
you know, you get a lot of friends that way, just like being nice, saying nice things. Yeah, it pays to be nice. You still get the gout or whatever you get uh, at the end. <laughs> uh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Now, Steve, what's the best hall you've been in? Um, best hall I've been in probably uh, Dan Dan Gill's wedding. He had a at the, he had it at the hall down in uh, Los Feliz. I, I think it's a Masonic Temple Hall. Yep. And uh, it it was so much love in there and. You know, Dan's a real good. You guys are a couple of good whites too, and Dan's also a good white. And it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah, Dan. Dan's also a nice white, and he had his nice white family. And you know, they're just a solid, like, middle class salt, saltly earth. You know, one of the uncles is like, hey man, watch out for that guy. You know, but that's normal. And yeah. then he just had so many snacks. You know, they had a really good barbecue, mm-hmm. and then they had like tacos later and then they also had like frito pie even later uh-huh. so me, i'm looking at that hall i'm looking at my friends and we're dancing and you know what what a hall yeah i nice. i was eating frito chips at his house years after that <laughs> he's like you want some fritos i'm like these things gotta be getting old uh what uh what's the most stuff you've carried from your car to your apartment big hall i gotta say and this is not an exaggeration. I got to say maybe six, six or seven bags of groceries. Mm. You know, I, we don't want to go. I don't want to go back again. This is plastic bags. You know, the blood, the circulation's cutting out from my hands, having all those fucking straps grilling down on my hands, but probably seven bags. And I walked in and Julia was like, oh, my God, like that kind of thing. I was like, just move the stuff out of the table. I'm just going to put this all down. That night was a very good night in the Hernandez Loken household. Let me just tell you that much. I love that. Yeah. As much as I lifted all those groceries, I was lifting her beautiful vagina to my face, you know, heavy lifting, just smothering my mouth on, on that beautiful thing. That's wonderful. Now, now one Mother. question is, yeah. how far, how far <laughs> do you think you could haul a dead person across a barren plain? Oh, man or woman? Mm, we'll go with man for the scenario. Five feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about me? I'm a man, but I mean. Okay, all right. You and and like I have to bury. I have to bury this thing. Or I'm again big trouble. I'll probably I can go I don't, a long time if if my life is on the line I'm gonna say mm-hmm. a thousand thousand yards thousand okay. yards that's ten, that's football, ten football fields, fields. Yeah. that's ten football and you know what nobody's gonna find me way out there yeah no. uh, tap on the butt and I come sitting next to me on the bench you, you know, wild piece you of naughty shit. little boy mm-hmm. um so uh, yeah in this segment we're gonna tap someone on the butt tell someone to come take a seat next to me and Chris starts. Yes, please. I would happily go first. Um, now, this one's very simple for me. My tap on the butt uh, goes out to the men and women out there who on walks with their headphones in are just singing, just singing and dancing and doing their thing on their walk. I could never do it. I'm way too self-conscious about how terrible my voice is, so I could never do it. Uh, but I see those people, even if their voice is terrible, I'm like, do it. I want. I wish I were you. I wish I was that free. I wish I felt that good. I never have in my life, and I aim to someday. So, person on the sidewalk, I want to be you when dancing around, singing. All right. Uh, good one. My tap on the butt is to get really, really dehydrated, like super dehydrated, and the, and my tap on the butt goes to that when you take that first drink of water after being super dehydrated, how you can feel the water just running 
all over your body. To me, that's no better feeling in the world. That's why I don't drink water sometimes two, three days. And, you know, big tap on the butt to that feeling. Nice. I've, I've got this uh, bottle. You guys can't see it, but it's like, I think, a 32-ounce water bottle. You're supposed to drink it three times a day. Yep. So I, I go for like a, a two-hour walk, so about four miles. I walk to the World Turn and back to my house. Mm-hmm. And I get so thirsty, but I keep this thing in the fridge when I get home. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I like to drink like two-thirds of it, and then I look at it, and I go like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, I was thirsty. And honestly, Dave, that's a pretty good one. Fucking yeah, good, good call. Good call. How about you, Steve? What's your uh, tap on the butt? This my week? tap on the butt is to my mom. You know, she's a very strong uh, evangelical Christian, but she's always pushing herself to grow. She used to call gay people perverts, and now she just looks away. And to me, I'm like, that's nice, mom. <laughs> hey, progress. Yeah. I had to leave the house once because she just. I was like, if you call them perverts again, I'm leaving the house probably about 20 years ago and she said perverts and I just walked out the door and then uh, the other and the other like maybe last year she's like you know I met I think I met her I was sitting by the lake and I think a I think a gay woman but she whispered gay like sat by me and we just talked and I just we were talking I was like maybe God wants me to be this person's friend and I was like you're growing you know she she doesn't have to but she's pushing herself uh, also, my dad's a lot better. My dad's always like, Steve, if you're gay, or if your brother's gay, it'll be fine by me. I just don't think you guys should adopt kids. So I appreciate that, too. These <laughs> let Latino parents pushing themselves. <laughs> hey, good for them. Yes, yes. Good for them. Yeah. Seriously, because you're right. They don't have to. They, they don't have yes. to, but they are. They've lived their life. <clears throat> After you turn 50, you ain't got to do nothing. That's right. I hoping to die right before then. Um, yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, uh, come sit next to me on the bench, you wild piece of shit. Uh, we mm-hmm. all got some of these, no doubt, and I'm happy to go first again. Uh, this time, uh, mine goes out to the Corporation Target and their short selection. Uh, boy got a new job, wants to have a couple new shorts to go into work since I get the option to wear them. And uh, here are your options. You got a tan pair, sure. You got a gray pair, that's nice. I have those already. I need more, you can't have two pairs. I need more. Uh, what are my other options? Hawaiian Jimmy Buffett print, camo, and some kind of weird red orange. What happened to black? What happened to blue? What happened to normal? What the fuck, what is this? Target? I can't, I have to wear swim trunks into work and look like a crazy guy? I'm trying to look nice. So Target, get it together. You're supposed to be the conservative man's. I want 60 different shades of khaki, and that's what you are, Target. You are khaki in a building. Give me the khaki. I want to stand up for Target, though, too. Um, They always have a very good double extra large selection. Uh, There's, like, always been a fat guy at the executive board at Target who's, like, go. He's, like, let me get another. And I'm telling you, they fit so good. They fit me so well. But there's always been a fat guy who they always come out with a new men's brand like every few years. It was Massimo. I forget the name of the new one now. Good but fellas. There's all, good, yeah, good. good it is. Fellas. It is like good fellas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember. Good fellow. That's what it is. Good yeah. fellow. Yeah. Good fellow. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're always like, I can always count for a sub, solid double extra large there. But yeah, your short checks. And for a guy like you, it's funny. You're like, I got blue and khaki. And then you're like, what about the black? I'm like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. But uh... <laughs> hey, I just would like a different option that isn't print. I'm not a print. I've never been. And now I'm too old to have print. No, especially no, Jim, I mean, especially my Jimmy position Bu- is 
You shouldn't yeah. see a man's legs, but yeah. that's just me. I want to see your those little legs in a print. Wear a black shirt, and it'll uh -huh. make the print hot. So uh, I'm trying to tell you, as as a queer man, people will love it. They'll be like, oh, oh, Sharpie, I love those little legs. I love those little shorts. So I'm saying, yeah, so, okay. so it's almost like based on your limitations. I want you to turn this upside down oh, okay. and think about, oh, it's new Sharpie time. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. Sharpie looking sharp. Okay. Okay, I like that. Okay. Uh, well, uh, my, uh, my come take a seat next to me on the bench um, this week is... Uh, Steve alluded to this a little bit earlier, but uh, making two trips um, ever since I live alone and ever since, you know, this whole pandemic it started, um, I'm loaded up on groceries because I don't want to go that many times. And I'm every time making two trips. I hate it. And uh, come take a seat next to me, I'm taking two trips. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Hate it. Uh, uh, my take a seat probably has to be Probably the Los Angeles Dodgers um, for a uh, major league baseball for playing, but also these guys are so dumb in like the best possible way too <laughs> that I'm like they just you got to let them play. But they they had a Black Lives Matter major league baseball like created a separate thing so that people didn't have to kneel during the anthem. Did you see this thing? Yeah, they hold the, the rope. There's a black rope. <laughs> Why a rope with what? black people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, our, with our nation's history. But yeah, so all the Dodgers like separately kneeled. And these, these are a good bunch of white guys too. They're good boys, but they're like, a lot of them are strong Christians too. But like, just real dumbass Christians. Like sure. they, don't, they don't mean it. And none of this is like, they just love America and stuff like this. So... I will say most of the team stood up for the anthem part because uh, they. I think that they just love America so much. <laughs> I swear to God, it's not like they're not being weird. They're like, we don't want our pastors to get mad at us or anything like that. But there would be like one or two. What's the new guy? Mookie like came Mookie. and Mookie stayed kneeling during the anthem, which to yeah. me is like, like the real sacrifice thing that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think uh, Corey and... Uh, I forget Cody. the catcher's name. Uh, yeah, Cody, and then the catcher, M uh, Max Muncy. Uh -huh. They both like had their hand on his shoulder too. They were like, yeah, keeping him down. No, no, no. They were like, we <laughs> don't you dare get up, you piece of shit. <laughs> but, but, so I was a little disappointed. I'm, I'm telling you, take a seat because I would love for Co Cody Ballinger to be like. Yes, I'm standing up for my black brothers and sisters, Justin Turner. But I just think they're too, like, dumb. And I don't yeah. mean that as a – I just think they're, like, they couldn't begin to understand what protesting means or anything. But still, to them, I would have loved this, to, to see my boy Justin Turner from Long Beach, by the way, uh, kneeling down. Mm -hmm. And But I just think they're so dumb. But still, sorry, guys. Take a seat. Yeah. Yep. Good call. Yeah. Good call. I'm with that. Very good. Uh, in, in the, the zone, zone. Um, Steve, you're dead. And you are in purgatory, congrats. Uh, which has just turned out to be uh, basically a big outdoor mall. Uh, what three shops and what three dining options do you hope are there? Uh, uh, what was the last part of the question? Three shops, three dining options. That I open, that I have there? Like, what would I like? Yeah, what would you like? Mm -hmm. uh, three shops. Um, can Target be one? Target can be one. I do love Target. I do feel just comfortable there. I have. I don't know if you guys. I want you, everyone, even in the audience, 
to picture your home target and like the feelings that run through your heart in there. That was even what's hard for me about the riots in Minneapolis. I was like, I'm behind Black Lives Matter, but I would be sad if my sweet home target in West Covina got like trashed. Um, I would be one target to another, another one, another shop. I mean, Target's a one-stop shop. Uh, I do like a lids. I like going into a lids. So for a brand new, brand spanking new two uh, Dodgers hat. So let's go lids. And then three, I like Roman's bookstore in Pasadena. If I can get that exact location, everyone there passionate about literature and books and always like a bunch of cutie pies to smarties with like little glasses on and they're like can i help you i'm like yeah you could change my goddamn life uh probably romans <laughs> there uh for restaurants in and out you gotta have an in and out there um i wouldn't mind a nice like a silver lake ramen uh-huh. i like the silver lake ramen they have a really good salad there too sushi and of course the delicious ramen and then three um i uh, let's see here oh there's a place called capri deli that i absolutely die for in covina voted by kcal channel nine best deli two years running 2012 2013 <laughs> uh, but one of my favorite delis fa- places um I, I would love capri deli there too okay well yeah if kcal nine weighs in says you're good yeah absolutely you're especially good. Two years in a row, you know yeah. what I mean? Two years running. It's still, yeah. it yeah. hasn't ended. 12 yes. and 13. I mean, they fell off a clip, but of course, you know, it's hard to go back to back. Um, Absolutely. Takes a lot out of you. Um, penalty, penalty on yourself. On yourself. Now, this is the hardest of course, one. this is the hardest segment of the whole game because we all got to do it and mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to look, be introspective, but it's time. Now, uh, my penalty on myself uh, this week uh, is all this whole pandemic, all I've wanted is her fucking some sports to start i'm a sports nut i really am i love sports i feel like it's a great way to distract myself from all of this maybe that's bad maybe it's not but i feel like it's a good thing and uh would be great for me and my little dumb brain to watch some sports and check out for a little bit and uh they finally started back up uh basketball and baseball and i have watched zero haven't even i was i didn't even know baseball started again and someone told me and i was like what baseball is my favorite sport i just haven't been paying attention at all totally checked out so the penalty on myself is that i can no longer uh watch sports ever again i I thought if i was a fan (laughs) not anymore you know wow that's uh actually you're lifting a, a huge burden off of your shoulders oh well i do feel lighter yeah you should um sports are the root of all evil um my penalty on myself is I uh, I go uh, walking in Griffith Park a lot, and I always wear this uh, sweaty. Four thousand acres. Four thousand acres. <laughs> lots of dis- lots to explore, um, and uh, I wear this Keystone Light hat all the time. And if I see somebody with a, out a mask on, I yell at them usually, uh, especially groups of good-looking dudes. Oh, my mouth gets watery wet because I know I'm going to scream at those guys. And. Uh, I've been doing that, and I always forget that I'm wearing a Keystone Light hat that says "Parties Happen" on it. <laughs> so I am uh, not uh, representing Keystone Light the way they probably want to be represented. Uh, so uh, for my penalty on myself, I got to start drinking Keystone Light again. Hey, that's not a penalty. It that's is. great. It's, I hate that stuff. <laughs> How about you, Big Hearn? Penalty on myself is, you know. Uh, I try to, when you get to be my age, you don't get as rock hard as you used to all the time. And so I try to save my chi 
just for my girl. She needs it. You know what I mean? She's just in her early 30s, so she's going into her sexual prime, so she needs me to be rock hard when I deliver the goods. Uh, but sometimes uh, I'll masturbate. You know, she works, so I'm, I'm not working right now because of the pandemic. So I'm left alone to my devices, and I get horny. And when you get horny, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to masturbate. And then so later on in the night, I don't think I, like, bring the heat. And she deserves the heat. This is a beautiful woman, you guys. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's my partner over five years now. And so sometimes I'll like, I should just like, sometimes I do it. And then I just, you know, I just know I see in her eyes, she gets sad because I'm not as hard as she would like me to be. Um, so my penalty on myself is you only are allowed to masturbate during her period if she doesn't want to have sex on her period. But that's like four or five days of just pure bliss two three times a day if you want like think about whatever you want to think about that kind of thing but also like that's the penalty is no masturbating except during her period okay very good all right um so that brings us to our last segment uh trash can toss trash can toss uh now when during the normal times uh, we usually have you uh toss a container of christopher's uh old marijuana into a trash can uh, but since we can't do that, uh, we're going to ask, do you have any holes, open holes around your house? I'm guessing a guy like you probably does. Um, and uh, and something you, you could throw into that open hole? Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> okay, we can say it better. But uh, trash can you, or something like that that you could try to toss something into, uh, maybe about five, six feet away. Cause that's oh, you mean like right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. You're I'm going to... I'm in the kitchen. I've got uh -huh. the Sour Patch Kids, oh, yeah. the red, white, and blue ones, and I'm thinking of the, the sink, the garbage disposal. Okay. I like that. Uh, so you want me to try? Yeah. Yes, try please. it out. All right. Here we go. Yeah, I think I got it. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Are you normally left-handed? Uh, no, but I'm, uh, you know, in, in the bedroom and in uh, tossing things. I'm, what's it is it in there julia gave me a thumbs up yeah yeah and she's, hey. also, she's also shaking her head at me i think she, she didn't know i masturbated wow <laughs> <laughs> so she heard that all that other stuff and she's pissed oh, oh, she must have been blaming herself and maybe her own beauty and it's like no sorry babe oh yeah i, I hope was, that's not the I case i was jaying off <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us to sudden death. Sudden death. Um, so uh, go ahead. Chris. Yeah, because you made the shot takes us all the way to sudden death, which was not a segment we do on every game. Uh, only those who make the shot. And so now the question is, uh, if you suddenly died, who would get all your stuff? Julia. Okay. Makes Great. sense. Yeah, usually the way it goes. It seems um, like only, only people that are in serious committed relationship seem to make it into the trash can. So that's <laughs> usually the answer. Yeah. Um, but um, very good. Uh, oh, I hear those beeps coming in. That means the Oop. scores are coming in from the boys from Binghamton. And it uh, looks like our pawn killed your king, Steve. Ooh, we win, dude. We win. You Sorry, killed pal. me with a pawn? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. If you killed me with a pawn, you deserve to win. Uh, <laughs> pawn sacrifice. Heard of it? <laughs> uh, okay, well, now we're going to – let's see if I can bring it down to Dave uh, in the press room, see if he can hear me. Dave, can you hear me down there? I'd like to get some post-game reaction. I can. I can barely hear you. Everybody has their own bottle of soda, and they are smashing it on the floor, so there's a lot of smashing glass down here, but I can, I can hear you. Um, and uh, first question from Dave – hey, I'm Dave from the Dave Tribune, all things Dave. 
uh, especially the Dave Wave. Um, Steve, um, how do you feel about the game today? Uh, do you feel like you gave it your all? Uh, any regrets about not using your bullies? Uh, no regrets at all. This was a solid game. This is kind of like why you practice as hard as we practice. And it's a solid 5-2 win, in my opinion. And it was like, the score doesn't even show how much we won by. Pure dominance. Just fucking workmanlike, where it's like, sorry, buddy, to you, this is a game. To me, this is a lifestyle. Straight up. Wow, that was great. Uh, hi, this is Taz, uh, that raindrop that you love so much. And I was just curious if you Wild had any... man. <laughs> you yeah. mean wild man, Taz. Yeah, go That's on. right. Uh, I was just curious if you had anything you'd love to plug. I was so flattered when you said that uh, you you were... Uh, I was a personal favorite. I, I wanted to let you know you're one of my personal favorites. I'm just wondering where I can get a little bit more Big Hearn. Well, you guys know I'm a monster on Twitter at Big Hearn. You know, mm -hmm. fucking undeniable. Don't, those the numbers don't really add up there too. A solid 6908 followers right now. But uh, why don't you check out the likes on uh, some of these tweets, okay? Look at a 50. Look at all the fucking check marks down there on a fucking like. Uh, so right there, you find me at Big Hearn. Instagram, a beast there too. You find me at Hernia on Instagram. And of course, my three monster podcasts Who's Your God, Religion Podcast with Amy Miller, Movie Podcast, Views from the Vista, and uh, then my horny news podcast, uh, The Male Gaze, along with Zed Cussinger, Alan Sprinkle Williams, and Brody Reed. So you can find me all over. Hey, uh, thanks is, so much. This is Wolf Blitzer, formerly of CNN, just kind of doing my own thing now. Okay. <laughs> the oh, the wolf, wolf man is back. The wolf report. Uh, so uh, I was uh, going to have a party with me and uh, Como and a couple of the other guys. What's the best kind of Sour Patch Kids for kickback? Um, kickback, there's these ones that are called like bigger kids. I, I don't understand what the difference is with them, but uh, <laughs> I'm always glad to see them. So just get these ones. And 7-Eleven has quite an op a, a set and a variety. But you'll see them, it just says bigger kids. And I think they're just a little bigger. But to me, I'm like, when I'm hanging with my boys, I want them to have the biggest kids possible to eat. <laughs> nice. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Richard Ballard. Uh, I'm the guy who found the Titanic. Uh, okay. And I just wanted to let you know, uh, Steve, as I know it was a big deal in your childhood, that uh, it's actually fake. That's not, I, I, I did all that, I made it. Uh, we still have never been able to actually find the real Titanic. Is that really true? Uh, what's really true is that the guy's name is Richard Ballard, and I am pretending to be him. <laughs> Wait, but it was fake? No, yes, I'm telling you that now. Oh, my God, no way. Yeah, sorry, bud. Dude, I no, I mean, I think that's even more impressive that he made that. Well, I mean, that's not true. We should state that, but I'm oh, stating so that <laughs> as him. Uh, so yeah. wait a minute I'm playing a character that okay. has the same voice as me okay. That's all <laughs> Alright well I don't know if this is real or not I'm going to start googling as soon as we end This fucking zoom meeting But uh yeah Richard Whatever the fuck you did You created magic in my opinion That is tantamount what you did is the parents telling Their kids about Santa Some people think it's lying but I think Thank you for the magic, and thank you for getting on that roof and stomping around, because I believe it. <laughs> All right. Any Hell other yeah. questions for Steve in the press room? That'll do. All right. Let's send it back to Dave and Chris in the main room. Oh, wow. What a game.
What yeah. a game. Steve, we really appreciate you being mm-hmm. on the game. Let me tell you that right now. Yeah. Love you, you so guys. What a pleasure. Steve. You know, I'm sorry that it took so long, but, you know, we have today and it feels exactly right. It's right, right when it's right. There are no mistakes in life. Mm-hmm. That's um, very true. And uh, please, folks, please listen to his podcast. And as soon as stand-up comedy starts again, do yourself go, a favor yeah. and make sure you see Steve do stand-up. He's one of my favorites. He won't bomb. For Mm-mm. sure. He never does. I won't. I'll never say that again. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, and for the rest of you, you can just go swim, swim in, in it. it. Hey, this is Coach. Leave a message. Well, Coach, as you can see, I left it on the mat. Uh, sure, I lost, um, and I probably shouldn't have walked like back to the center of the ring and use my finger to motion the guy. I mean, but that was pretty cool in the crowd, like applause for that. But he ended up beating me by points. But uh, you got to understand, uh, I, I, I messed up. I'm really sorry, Coach.